Well, hey there, Breakthrough people. It's uh, so good to see you on this Monday morning. Um, I uh, had a great time with everybody on Saturday. I don't know about you, but that was a really, really great kickoff to the uh, next six weeks. If you are new or you have not uh, watched the recording yet from week number one, I highly suggest that you go ahead and listen to that recording. I think it's something that is going to be very beneficial to you uh, moving forward. You know, we have desired, those of us that are involved in helping this uh, happen, we've really desired to make this page very interactive. Sometimes we look a lot at boot camp as just the recordings that take place on Saturdays, but the boot camp is a lot more than that. This is a six-week journey that is much bigger than just a couple of hours uh, or an hour, uh, 90 minutes on a Saturday morning. It's it's bigger than that. Um, and I wanted to just talk a little about something and just maybe share a little about my story. I, I try to be just vulnerable and open to really give you a window into me and what we've done. And there's certainly been coaches out there. There's coaches on this page. There's coaches on this team that uh, have probably bigger businesses than us and more secure businesses than us. We've done this for a while and we've got some room to grow. And this is a journey. And I think there's a lot of us that are probably watching this video and you're in this boot camp. And my guess is, go ahead and, uh, you know, we're, we're just going to all be vulnerable together here today. And I want you to go ahead and put like a little emoji in the chat if your business is not where you want it to be right now. All right, if you, you know, just drop your favorite emoji in the chat. I, some of you might be listening. I'm going to try to figure out how to put this on podcast. So if you are listening to this on podcast, then, you know, think of your favorite emoji. But if you know what it's like to feel a tad bit discouraged, and I hate even talking about the word discouraged because I feel like that gives so much power to where we're currently at that so much of this business and this is why we call this like like you're a business owner and if you are a business owner you are going to battle with times of discouragement you are going to battle with your emotions and I'm telling you if you can't figure out how to get control of your emotion, emotions. If you can't figure out how to discipline your discouragements, you are not going to make this in the long run. You're not. You're going to sign up a couple people. You'll make some income. You'll help some people get healthy. Um, and that's that's okay. There's some people that that's all they want. You know, I think one thing that I've always had to be careful of with this business is try to make somebody want something they don't want. You know, I mean, there's some people that are just in this to help a few people be healthy. That's that's the that's the bottom line. But there's some people that you're in this to change your life. You're in this to change the course of who you are. And I'm just going to tell you, if that's you, right? If you're watching this and your um, main motivation, your main source of drive in moving this business forward is you desire to change your life. You desire to you you are currently not happy. You are currently not content and you want things different than what they are, your business. Because if there's if your desire is just to help a couple of people, then man, um, you're not discouraged at all. 
Like, why, why would you be discouraged? You have exactly what you want. You know, like I was talking about on Saturday, the crazy thing about what we want as a motivation is sometimes what we want seems so far away and what we don't want is staring us in the face. And that's why sometimes what you don't want is a bigger motivation than what you do want because what you do want feels like it's never going to happen. But what you don't want is something that's staring you in the face every day. And so you put in the work necessary to get you further away from the life that you don't want. So if you're desiring to build this as a career, if you're desiring to make a lot of income, if you're desiring to change your family dynamic, if your family dynamic has been one of scarcity, has been one of lack, has been one of scratching and clawing to get by, I am just going to tell you that is not an easy thing to change. And you should not be surprised when adversity comes your way and the people that make it in this business are the ones that are able to stare adversity in the face and overcome. It doesn't matter how long it takes. And, and there's like this, this grit quotient. The people that want to make this as a career, that want to make a lot of income, that want to impact a lot of lives, have a very high grit quotient. And the ones that don't, don't. I'm not trying to put you down. I'm not trying to, because again, there's some people that this isn't a passion to you. You're, you're not in this to do something for the long term. And, and for some of you, life-changing money is two to $3,000 a month, right? But I want to ask how much grit you have. So I heard somebody talking and uh, giving a talk yesterday morning, and they had something very interesting to say. They said, there was a study done Asking the most common response to how are you doing? Like when somebody comes up and asks, how are you doing? What is the most common response? Now, I was sitting there thinking, probably fine. You know, I think when I ask people how you're doing, the most common response I get is fine. It's usually never great. You know, it's usually never phenomenal or excited. Usually the most common response that I get to the question of how are you doing is fine which kind of sucks. Like, can you imagine if the if the vast majority of your life, the answer to how are you doing is, eh, I'm good. Could be better. Could be worse. Eh. That's what I thought the answer would be, but that's not. You know what the two most common question or answers to the question of how are you doing are? Busy? tired. I'm busy and I'm tired. Man, what a freaking tragedy that is. You know what? You ready to get super down in the weeds and super discouraged? You ready to get like super like depressed here for the next few minutes? You ready? You're gonna die. Happy boot camp. Happy uh happy Monday. <laughs> You're you you are right now on a bus that is heading towards the day that you breathe your last. You excited yet? <laughs> you you motivated? You wanna go jump through a wall? You're gonna die. 
right? They're, we have this amazing gift that we've been given called breath, called life. It's a gift. It's a, it's a, it's a phenomenal privilege. And there's also going to come a time when we are going to not have breath. And you've heard this, it's very cliche, but what happens in that dash between the start and end date, between when the bus starts moving and when the bus stops moving, that's your life. And that's what's going to determine whether this life was an exceptional one, whether it was just something where you said, you know what, I made it. And God, I, I don't know about you, I don't want to just be able to say with my life that I made it. So think about this. What a flippin' tragedy. If at the end of your life, the two words used to describe you are tired and busy. My whole life, I was tired. I was really busy being tired. Are you busy being tired? God, that's such a depressing life. That is an overwhelmingly depressing life. And you know why I love what I do as a health coach? Because I can fix both of those. I know it helped people stop being tired. I know how to help people stop being so daggone busy. I have a solution for that. And you know why? You know what? You know why I know that? Like, I, like these two big world problems. I can't solve all the problems in the world. I don't, I don't have the answer to, you know, heart disease necessarily. I mean, yeah, our program is going to help people, but I, I, I can't. I can't cure cancer, right? I, I don't know how to solve the healthcare crisis in America. I, I don't know how to um, feed all the people in our world that are hungry. I, I, there's a lot of things I can't fix. There's lots of major problems in the world that I cannot fix. But there's a couple that I can solve. I can help people stop being so tired. And I can help people stop being so busy. And that's why I make zero apologies for posting so much on social media. That's why I make zero apologies for living my life out loud as boldly and as passionately as I do. Because I have an answer to a problem that the vast majority of people have. And I won't shut up, and I won't stop, and I won't quit, because I'm out there trying to help those that have the problems that I can solve. And there are some people that just won't. So if you're going to start a business, I don't care if it's as a coach, or you're opening an art studio, or you're trying to invent the light bulb, it doesn't matter what it is. It's going to take a lot of grit. It's going to take a massive willingness to be misunderstood and unfriended 
and talked about. And there's some people that just aren't willing to do that. But I kind of weigh that up against, you know, if I had to pick between being unfriended and talked about or tired and busy, I'll pick unfriended and talked about. If I if I had to if I had to pick between being content and being secure and being abundantly generous or being scarce and overwhelmed and in my head about what everybody thought about me all the time, that's a no-brainer. Sometimes we think that the biggest thing standing in our way is price. The biggest thing standing in our way is just, you know, a program or, or other people. It's not, it's you. You're, you're the biggest thing standing in your way. You just are. Why? What are you, what are you so scared of? What are you so in your head for? Do you want this or do you not? I think that's just, it's, it's really as simple as that. And maybe, you know, we can, we can talk a lot about strategy and utilizing incentives and pulling reports and sending emails and we can talk about all that stuff. But do you have grit or do you not? Great thing about grit is you can develop it. I don't believe that grit is something that some people are born with and some people aren't. I think grit is something that you have when the thing that you desire is more real and more powerful and something you want more than you cling to this weird, freaky, ridiculous need. Some of us... Like, your comfort zone is discouragement. Can I ask you, are, are you comfortable being discouraged? Some of you have been discouraged your whole daggum life. You, you be, it's like your, your resting emotion, you know, like we have a resting heart rate. Some of us have a resting emotion of discouragement. And you have to fight against that because if you don't fight against that, you will go back to your resting emotion, which is discouragement, which is always being worried, which is always being in your head. That's not attractive. Why in the world is, are people, would you think that people out there would be drawn to someone who so, is discouraged all the time? I don't want that. I don't want what you have. If you're discouraged all the time, if you're overwhelmed, if you're in your head, if you're paranoid about what everybody thinks of you, I don't want that. And sometimes it's just really as simple. Like, I, I just did this thing 75 hard, 75 days of, of working out, no quitting, and I did that 75 days in a row. And today was the first day off of that. I didn't want to go to the gym today. I didn't. I texted a couple of my friends and said, hey, can you do me a favor? Send me a text and tell me to quit being a baby and go to the gym. And they did, and I went. I didn't want to go. But I also know I don't want to be a baby either. 
I don't want to be someone that just gives into my emotions all the time. I don't want to be someone that lets my emotions run the show. Some of you need to stop letting your emotions run the show. Stop letting your emotions determine whether or not you're going to start conversations today or whether or not you don't. Stop letting your emotions or whether or not someone says no. I got people tell me no every single day. Every day. And I, I mean this. Like, I'm not, I don't, you know why I'm successful? Because I, I make it a goal every single day for someone to tell me no. If I haven't been told no enough times today, I don't stop. Some of you haven't been told no enough. You think that the problem is that people are telling you no? I'm telling you your problem is not enough people are telling you no. You think your problem is that you had a couple people quit? I'm telling you that not enough people have quit. You think that your problem is not enough coaches are willing to put in the work? I'm here to tell you not enough of your coaches are not willing to put in the work. What if it's that simple? And yes, there's a, you know, I always want to come back to this. And Megan Valentine reminds me of this often, right? It's about doing the heart work. It's about realizing that this is not just merely transactional. I fully admit that I can be a very transactional person. That's where I go. But it is about the heart to help people. But I just know that not everybody's ready. I, I sent a bunch of messages out today. Some people were ready. Some people weren't. Man, fall in love again with why you became a coach in the first place. Fall in love again with the solution that you offer to the world. Recommit yourself to being on a frantic search to find those people. And it's really that simple. So, man, find some grit, develop it, get after it, believe in you, make the dash count, realize that you have an answer for I'm tired and I'm busy and I'm overwhelmed, and I'm not happy, man, you can help all those people, all of them. So get out there and do it. Hope this was helpful to you today. We'll see everybody Saturday.